let's get into some news topics. The first news topic that I wanted to address is uh, I had missed Summer Porch Tour. Only gig I've ever had to cancel. And it was because I spent two days on flights that never uh, took off. And that was my fault for booking Spirit Airlines. You were like, you were like the worst pilot for Lost. Remember that, that show Lost? Robbie's like, well, they're like, well, so here's, the, here's Lost. Are we going to get on this plane? And it's just not going to leave. I never had this experience in my entire life. I took a NyQuil. I woke up four hours later and I was still at the Newark airport <laughs> tarmac. And I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. And uh, here's what's so incredible. Because Spirit Airlines, I just want everyone to know if you've ever considered booking Spirit Airlines. I just want to let you guys know they don't fly planes. That's not their business model. <laughs> They don't. Don't be fooled. They don't. I, I don't. I think they overcharge you for drinks at the airport or something. I feel like they're just trying to get you into the building. They they harvest your demon energy. And that's what they do. You know, like remember that movie, uh, um, uh, the Scare Inc. or whatever, where they get the kids like yelling and then they make them laugh so that they can harvest their energy. Yeah, yeah, Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Thank you. Listen, Scare Inc. I don't have kids. Famous, you know that famous kids movie, Scare Inc. <laughs> I don't have kids, it would be weird if I did get the name of that right, okay? <laughs> but it's Spirit Airlines, it's like that. They just want to make you fucking miserable so they can harvest your energy. So Delta, this is, because the, they actually run an airline, it was literally snowing, and they still flew me here, no problem. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I couldn't believe that they, it was not just one day. That's like one day. Two like, days! Yeah, one day you get on yeah. the airplane, it doesn't fly, you're like, okay, well that sucked, all right, I understand. Two days of you sitting on an airplane, right? Just waiting. And it was, was it the same people, by the way? That was like, oh did you God. sit down next to the same guy in the same thing? You look at him like, are we in the same level of fucking hell? Like, what Dante's version is it you again? And it's just some ugly person. No, it was it was all new people. But I wait, was wait, it was really wait, it was yeah, new yeah people. it was all new people. So that's... everybody else but you figured out that they were getting <laughs> fucked. This this dumbass shit is the only one that's like I'm coming back for more. Right. But no, I was the crazy old lady where I was warning people, hey, you know this flight's not going anywhere. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? We bought tickets, we got on the plane, and I'm like, they did this to me yesterday. We're not going to make it. <laughs> We're not going to make it. Um, so it, this was blocked, which I was pissed off, but apparently this past week, Spirit and JetBlue uh, tried to merge and it got blocked. And I'm like, why not just make one piece of shit airline? <laughs> And call it a train. <laughs> that might be safer. <laughs> right? Just like, especially with that, like, all these planes, their doors are falling off. Right? You guys know, they, like, just doors, like Boeing airplanes, just like, ah, doors fall off in the middle of the air. That's, you know, a thing. Just put them on the ground, on tracks, and make them trains. I would be okay if they converted Spirit Airlines. And by the way, it would take less time to get to California. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you they put JetBlue and Spirit Airlines on train tracks, and it took 48 hours. <laughs> if you fall asleep on a train, you are pretty much assured to be at a different point in the country when you wake up. That sounds factually accurate. So... I'd be okay with knockout train, like if they actually had doctors that like put you under anesthesia <laughs> and Dude. you just woke up three days later, maybe you got repair work done on the train. That would be amazing. Yeah. What, no, this is a wonderful concept. Like you get operations done or just honestly, I would just be okay. I thought this, 
Sometimes you're so tired in life. Can I just get put in a medical coma just to fucking chill for a bit? <laughs> like, just like what? What an endorsement for having a family. <laughs> I hate it so much if I could just be knocked out on a coma on a train every couple of days. Daddy's got to go into a coma for a few days, honey. All right, don't wake me up. But seriously, it'd be so yeah. great. Just imagine that. Just like the rest. Just like you just for two days are just like in a medically induced coma. Oh, please. Yes. All right. So unless you had any other thoughts on the uh, Spirit Jet Blue Airlines merger, I do have a different story for us, but if you well, had any other thoughts the on only, Well, the only yeah. question I have is, okay, so on those airlines, right? I always heard, I've heard these rumors of people fucking in airplanes, which by the way, I thought was impossible, but I flew on like the, the max jet. I went to Newark, thought I was gonna die. Right. right? So I was dying on my, my fucking whatever AIDS is in my lungs. <laughs> they had one bathroom. It was a big bathroom. Like, you could fuck the shit out of that bathroom. Right. Like, you could get I three think... people fucking in that bathroom. <laughs> three. I'm telling you, three. This was like a, it was like handy, they... it was like handy capable. Are like, they... you could fuck up, you could fuck a handicap. You could have Stephen Hawking, Epstein playing sex in there. That's how big it was. Okay. You could have Stephen, Epstein Hawking fuck in there. I think uh, airplane fucking in my head has to be international flights. I don't think anyone's doing that on domestic Dude, flights. But no, but no. See, I disagree completely. Here's why. No, here's why. If you fuck on an international flight and okay. you don't know the person, and you just no jizz, and you just you're just in there and you're like, right. oh, and you're just like, Ugh. now you got nine hours of sitting on the same airplane with that person you just disappointed, fucking just coming in your pants immediately. I want a short flight. I want a two-hour Florida flight. You know, like New York to, to like Orlando, nine... then I don't have any awkwardness because if I come quick, who okay. fucking cares? Wait, hold on. I have so many thoughts on this thought <laughs> process. Firstly, on a nine-hour flight, that means that there would be an opportunity for a round two. But they're coming back to you after you did that? Well, but this brings me to my next point. I don't think any lady who's having sex with you in an airplane bathroom is hoping for anything other than that it's over quickly. <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine they're like, oh my God, you came in two minutes? <laughs> I can't imagine anyone's like, no, this was supposed to last. Well, that might, that might be true back in the old days where they had like the movie that played on the TV, right? Like they had that one TV that played the movie, so you're like, right. we gotta fuck fast. But now you can pause the movies, so she might be looking for more. Okay. <laughs> Who needs like you got back to the seats yeah. yet. You just said pause. Now, I guess what would most surprise, like if you actually have a chick who's so down, like, I don't know, do you need to have sex in the bathroom? Where do you, where, well, where are you You probably had sex before you got on the plane. You're gonna have sex when you get no, off no, the plane. No, no, I always thought this was, no, the you dream is. Well, the dreams you meet on the plane. Do you wanna fly with plane. me to New York tonight? <laughs> <laughs> How many, how many frequent flyers? Can we all pyre our frequent flyer miles to get Robbie late yeah. tonight on the way back? You know, I guess that's a, like, it must just be a lady thing because I'm still so immature. I'm just like, regular sex, please? It's <laughs> <laughs> well, the dream you meet on the plane, though, right? It's like you sit down and you're like, you're like, oh, oh what, are you, what are you watching? Oh, Horton hears a who? Me too. <laughs> uh, you know, like, and then you fuck in the bathroom. Like, okay. that's the dream. Um, random hot chick who said that it's for the adrenaline. Is that with someone that you know, or would it be a thrill if you were sitting next to Brian on a plane? That's me. 
And so, like, is someone propositioning you on a flight a possibility? Like, no, I would that, not be coughing, by the way. What? I would not be coughing. But if the fellow's single, sure. wow, I gotta take more chances in life. That's what I just thought. <laughs> I mean, I would. I feel like you're right. I mean, I feel like there's so many times. Probably. How many? How often am I sitting next to a hot chick like this, and I just think it's a no? Then I never said, "Hey, do you want to go fuck in the bathroom right now?" I'm I just a, didn't even try it. I mean, for you, ninety-nine percent, ninety-nine percent no. The one percent yes. Yeah. For me, ninety-six percent no. <laughs> wow, this just opened up me to a world of possibilities. I mean, watch, I'm gonna get arrested on this flight home tonight. <laughs> I'm just gonna be sitting in seats that aren't mine. <laughs> spirit, spirit cops. Spirit, spirit airline sex cops come in. They got their own fucking badges. <laughs> All right, so the other story I wanted to get into was uh, Lloyd Austin got into a bunch of trouble this past week. He's the, I don't know, what is he, the defense secretary? Yeah, the guy who was like, because he, uh, he didn't show up to work because he had cancer. So he had, he had prostate cancer, and he tried to uh, pretend like everything was fine, which I understand. If you're in the public eye with prostate cancer, you don't want to publicize that. No, but then it's awkward coming. I, mean, I feel like you don't even have to explain it. If you come back, like you did a joke about it earlier. If he just comes back out, just rocking a colostomy bag, you're like, all right, Lloyd. <laughs> but then again, as a defense secretary, right. who are you intimidating? I know we got the whole U.S. military, but if you walk out there with just a bag of shit in a fucking little <laughs> duffel bag, right. not intimidating, man. No, it's more intimidating because like it says, this guy is sick and irritable. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you thought, like, he, anyway, so... He, does, he starts negotiating. Right. And negotiating with our foreign enemies. It's just slowly unzipping his colostomy bag. <laughs> and they're like, shit's getting real. <laughs> Is it, we're dro they're dropping bombs. I don't know. In third world countries, they might not even recognize the smell. Why did he get in trouble? So, well, he got in trouble because he didn't let anyone know that he was going to be uh, incapacitated for a couple of days. And I guess uh, your employers want you to report in on the fact if you've got cancer. I guess especially if you're high-ranking military official. Uh, what I was amused by was in his effort to cover up the fact that he was going in for cancer surgery, they made arrangements for when the ambulance showed up to his house to not be doing all like the emergency stuff. And I'm like, why isn't that always an option? Yeah. Like it's fucking embarrassing if you got to call, like you, I, I feel like how many emergencies go unaddressed because there's someone who's like, I don't want an ambulance showing up outside my house right now, broadcasting to the neighborhood <coughs> that I have a problem in here. Yeah, why can't it just be like, you're like, a guy is in a car, like an Uber. Well, actually, yeah. a better question. Why did he just call an Uber? You mean to go how to the urgent, hospital? How urgent, was his, how urgent was his ass cancer? Yeah, why did he... Like, I mean, that's if you're, if you're dying point. of ass cancer, how... Does the ambulance have to come? Like, you're like, uh, you're like I mean, are you just right, like... You you're like, oh! My ass cancer! That's a good point. Who takes an ambulance like, to scheduled <laughs> surgery? <laughs> just go in an Uber. Get your wife what? to drive it. Was it was complications. Oh. But also he was under general anesthesia, which is why it was a big deal. He didn't inform anybody because there was no way to make his decision until he was under general. Okay. In Puerto Rico. Okay. What kind of emergency situations could a guy like Lloyd Austin, I guess, have to address on any given day? Uh, so if there was 
Yes. So if there was someone, if there's some fruitcake out there <laughs> who's like, no one's recognizing the fact that I'm a lady in a dress who wants to partake in these marine exercises, there's no one on call other than Lloyd Austin who could say, you have to respect this lady in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to get an understanding here, you know? It's more if they want they don't just do that automatically. <laughs> I, well, he's supposed to sign off. You know, like he's supposed to sign off on, right. When someone goes, hey, there's a bunch of kids attending a wedding in Yemen. Can we bomb them? <laughs> yeah, we got to bomb these kids. Yes. All right, fair enough. Next topic. Uh, all right, we I have. I could have gone on for hours about. Oh, I, I don't want to cut you off. If you have no, more no, no, on. No, no, no. I mean, I, uh, I, just, I just had. The colostomy bag situation, the the missing butthole situation. I mean, I just was curious. So this doesn't do with anything, but okay. So let's say your your butthole gets cut out, right? Okay. They don't. I think it's just the prostate. Is it just the prostate? I don't cut think out? they take just the your... pleasure center. <laughs> For I, no comment. Well, that's well, then that really does suck. So you got this bag of shit, and yet you can't you can't get some chick to milk you. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> Are you into that? You like having? Uh... I haven't. I haven't had it. I will say, certain times, if uh, you know, you've taken a, enough dumps, and you're like, you know what? Feels pretty good to wipe this deep. <laughs> so moving on. All right. No comment. Uh, we have the uh, second Gene Carroll case. Um, so, have you guys been following this one at all? No. No? Yeah. Not familiar? Nope. So, yes, mm. that is true. That's what she said. That Rita is what sexy? she said. That was, her, was that her argument? Yes. I feel Anderson Cooper. She's not my type? Yes. You see, you have all the details on this story. She yeah, seems Eugene to. Carroll seems, she does seem like an attention horror. Yes. yes. <laughs> As they say. So it was a very strange case because, for one, she did come out on the news as being pro-rape, which is a tough position to take. Courageous. Yeah. Cor yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I didn't hear this. You gotta, you gotta explain this to me. So, okay, wait. So, so rape is, that's what the rape is sexy? You gotta explain this to me. What? Do you, think, do you guys think she was telling the truth? When she said that rape was sexy or that no, Donald no, Trump like, raped her? No, no, her actual quote was like a lot of women like actually fantasize about getting taken by a That is a hundred, look, I'm going to say that I, I believe a hundred percent that w certain women uh, have rape fantasies. I have she no doubt in my mind. Most people though, most, yeah, her yeah. quote is most people think rape is sexy. Yeah, that was still advised. Well, that might be a little bit bold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think her premise was like most girls want like a hot guy to just like ravager like a well, yeah, I think most I think most women do. It's like well, it's like airplane sex. I'm sure most women be like it went went prompted like okay, if Brad, if Brad Pitt sit next to you and it's not some you know somebody looks like me or Robbie slowly leaking fart statement holding it for six hours, yeah, you probably will be ravaged in the bathroom. Same thing with like a guy like oh well, oh no, I'm in an alley and this guy's aggressively hot. You know, I mean, that's a different situation than like, uh, you know, the Elks Lodge coming at you, but. It was a Bergdorf dressing room, not like a TJ Maxx. Yeah. 
a do like door like Dorf on golf. Sorry, nobody got that reference whatsoever. I guess I'm old. I'm an old person. So, Dorf was a midget who, for, anyway. Okay, so the the entire case was was very odd because first is you have that she actually came out in the news as being pro-rape. Donald Trump still lost a lawsuit in New York to her where then the jury decided that Donald Trump was not a rapist, but he was a sexual assaulter. So that's odd because that wasn't her claim. And she had come out as being pro-rape. Now, firstly, the thing that just drives me a little bit nuts, and this is like my OCD or whatever, is like, I, I don't like that we live in a world where everything's so like gray. It's like, either Donald Trump is a rapist and everyone should know that and he shouldn't be allowed to run for president, or he's not a rapist, in which case the, United, the uh, New York state court system should not be able to decide a civil trial right. of that there's penalties, financial penalties of this guy being a rapist. You understand, like, I guess we all, like, we either should not as a society be accepting of a person who's a rapist who's now gonna be president, or that the New York City trial system is so corrupt that a jury could decide that someone is a rapist when they're not a rapist. Like, well, either of those things should not be a part of our reality. It's entire, one or the other. The entire right? concept of the civil cases to me makes no sense. Because you, mean, you can right. be found innocent in a jury situation, a, a, a legal situation, and yet have a civil case where they're like, you, like Alex Jones. Right. Well, because you said this, you have to pay $2 billion. Like, okay, cool. So a bunch of assholes right. put together just decide that you have to pay this amount of money and you're liable for it for, for no reason. And I was talking to a guy who actually worked in the legal system on these civil cases. He goes, I was pressured. I was like, this makes no sense. Like, there's no, there's no judge, there's legal precedent. And he goes, well, but, you know, it, but it sends a message. I'm like, that's not a fucking legal system. Right. Sending a message is not legal. That's all this shit is. And they're making it up off the top of their heads. A bunch of dickheads who have no, no uh, legal well, precedent, no, no right. professional precedent. I hate the entire concept right. of civil cases, to be honest, because there's no limitations to it. It's just idiots making up moronic judgments based upon their personal feelings. Well, the Alex Jones one was very creepy to me because firstly, I don't follow Alex Jones. I don't know what he does. I also, it seems like the comments that he made were reprehensible in that people did lose their kids in a school Unless shooting. Unless they were true. <laughs> well, I think, I think in that one, even he walked in it that back. One he and was, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know, the problem is I don't watch the show. I don't know to what extent he was making the claims. I don't know to what extent he's responsible for fans that were then harassing the families. However, it's just, it's insane to me that you can end up with a, I guess it's a summary judge. A judgment was the term that basically the judge decided that um, Alex Jones through the proceedings uh, did not, that his legal team did not do what was necessary to take place in the hearings. And so they made a judgment before the trial that he was guilty. And it was just then a question of how guilty, <laughs> which seems very unfair. That's not yeah. being seen by well, a jury like of your OJ, peers. Right? So OJ is found, is found not guilty criminally. Right, right. But to me, that's bullshit. It's like, the, like you, like the government should have to make a decision about whether or not something took place. And so, if they make a decision that you're not being held responsible because we don't think something took place, 
then you've made a legal determination that's then 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 an incident didn't take place. There should not be a separation. Right. It should be we're making a determination that some that an incident took place, and then it could be that there are penalties going to the victims, which makes sense to me. That almost makes more sense than a guy sitting in jail. If you got money that you can take to them to make payments to the victims, you should. But you shouldn't be allowed to make a determination that an illegal action took place, but that they're not going to be held legally accountable. Right. Well, but also, here's the thing with these silicates too. Also, is like there's in a legal situation, there's a like you know in most judgments, you're like, okay, you go to jail for this amount of time, you ten to twelve years or like. But in these civil cases, there's no limits. There's there's no. It, it's like it's like Willy Wonka. Whatever your imagination can come up with is right. what the interpretation, like for Alex Jones, wasn't it like $2 billion? I think it was more. Right, like, what, in, in what, like, okay. It was like 40 or something. Yeah, how do you, you come up with this, this figure? Yeah, were those even cute kids? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. These, were they even marketing them to begin with? <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, Sandy Jones. He, he, so Alex yeah. Jones spent the children in Sandy They never would have made that much money as childhood actors, let's be honest. No, they would have been shipped to Epstein Island. <laughs> Stephen Hawking would have fucked them and that would have been that. Wasn't one of the witnesses also a witness in another shooting? Like, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Just, original judgment was forty-nine million, and then it got increased to one billion. One billion dollars. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. These civil cases, one billion dollars. Like, what? There's, there's no foundation where you can base to say, in any just false sense, a billion dollars. But yeah, they. That's okay. You went to court. That's a civil case. That's think, what it is. Has okay. he paid any of it? Like yeah. So in the in the Donald Trump one, I think the judgment was like five or ten million dollars, and then instantly the next day, because he's Trump, he was just going, "Didn't happen. They fucking corrupt court." And then he's responsible for defamation again, which that doesn't make sense. It's like if you get me on defamation because I say the following incident didn't take place, and then a court decided that it did take place, so then legally you just decided that when I said it didn't take place, I'm lying. So then what's the damages? The court has already made me pay for my statements, and as far as the legal system's concerned, when I'm saying something that's false, I'm saying something that's false. Isn't that my freedom of speech? I can say something that's false? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think more to add to that. Yeah, it's bullshit. All right, next news story is there's been some wild uh, new information coming from uh, there was a New York Post story that the Chinese lab that made the COVID virus created this new virus with 100% kill rate. And I was also watching a little bit of the Davos footage and he had that guy who's the doctor, who's the head of WHO, who was drumming up some fear for disease X. And then on account of disease X, the WHO needs to have even more power to make quick determinations for everybody in every country so that they can more quickly combat a super virus. Well, this is basically just going back to the pandemic treaty, right? The world, yes. The WHO, it's the pandemic treaty coming back full circle. That was the promise of the pandemic treaty that they're trying to get people to buy into. Whatever, and the, and the thing with the pandemic treaty is that whatever they declare as a world health emergency, whatever a pandemic is, whatever an emergency is, it, it's not even a disease. Like, okay, disease X, fine. That's a thing. But the problem is with the pandemic treaty, it's anything that's a threat to Existence. That right. means 
climate change. That means, you know, trans rights. It's whatever the fuck they want to make it up for. So disease X to me is fucking pointless. It all comes back to the core concept of what we're signing up for, which is the pandemic trade. And have we signed up for that? As far as I know, yes, we are all on board. It's, the United States is on board, right. like all these World Health Organization governments are on board. It seems to me like the second they ever try and actually apply or enforce something that is unpopular and actually demands a sacrifice from people, like for example, even COVID, they had to send people checks. And since they sent people checks, they were able to kind of manipulate us. I think without like incentivizing people, you, you see with the green energy transition, the second it starts affecting people's lives, they're just like, I'm not doing this. So my guess is that whatever who, treaty, blah, 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 unless they're sending people's people <coughs> checks to their doors, I, I think you're gonna see the American spirit of go fuck yourself. I mean, even in California, you're seeing more of that, I will say that. I've seen more people since COVID say go fuck yourself, like, but it's supposed to be people with kids. Right. Because the people with kids, they saw their kids stuck at home, not learning shit, their fucking business is destroyed. So I think they're saying go fuck yourselves, but never forget though, they're also trying to tell us that climate change, like they're, they're changing to like a war mentality, right? Like that's what I'm saying, this pandemic treaty, a threat to human existence is climate change in their lives, disease X, whatever it is. If they can position it as a war mentality, now if it's a war situation, you can be rationed you can be forced to stay at home. You don't need checks for that. We're now in a war situation. Right. That's my fear with the pandemic treaty shit, and especially when it comes to climate change, because that's what it's all moving towards right now. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, we'll never see centrally backed digital currencies, so we'll never have the mechanism uh, to enforce it and to charge us for carbon credits, which is just a lunacy thing to uh, keep us all poor. And uh, if you guys aren't familiar with this, educate your friends, because that's what they're looking to do. They want to keep us all poor so that they can charge us for shit that we've enjoyed for our entire lives. There you go. What do you mean? What do I mean? So the powers that be, it's very simple. It's, I, I've said this before on the podcast, but elites don't want to compete. And so people in power, they like to figure out, well, for one, how can I stay in power and how can I make money without having to actually go to the marketplace and provide something of value? That's what they're looking to do. They just want money, right? And so if they can convince us that we all have to purchase our carbon credits to do the things that we currently do, which is drive a car, eat meat, just whatever you do in your general life, we're all consuming carbon all the time. And here's the thing about carbon. They'd like to claim that the world's going to end because of all the carbon that we're using. And listen, I can't tell you that, the, that there isn't some sort of a man-made impact on global warming, because I don't know. I don't think anyone fucking knows. I think they're inventing climate well, models all harp. the time. Well, what was that? I heard it was harp. <laughs> so the climate change. What do you mean? Weather. Uh, weather modification. Oh, it yeah, could, yes, it could even be that the Jewish weather machine is purposely <laughs> making it hotter. <laughs> so that they can, That's why they're digging all the tunnels. Yes. Yeah, I didn't say Jewish. Uh, well, we all knew what you were saying, but that's okay. <laughs> you already said you'll have sex with me on an airplane. You can say whatever the fuck you like. No, the problem is that she put up the back of her seat, you know, like all this shit, it says no Jews on the back of her seat top. <laughs> 
so anyways, it's very convenient for them. Uh, here's, here's the scam that they like to pull, which is great, is uh, they will claim that when they're engaging in activities that use carbon, they're engaging in activities that actually reduce it. So like they'll go, it's kind of what they do even with like these cars, is they go over to China, they pollute, and then they don't claim any of that pollution as pollution, and they go once the items are over here, well look, it's a carbon reduction technology. So like as a theoretical, here's the model in my head, is you go over to China and you build some giant fucking thing that's gonna pull carbon out of the atmosphere. And over the lifetime of the device, it will have taken so much energy to create the thing, it will be carbon neutral. However, the entire process of creating it, they go, was carbon reduction. So you end up with like a Bill Gates who's got a device who now he can charge you for carbon credits because he's got a carbon reducing machine. And it doesn't actually do anything for the environment. There's no net gain. The net gain though is that they get to charge you for something that you got to do for free for your entire life. And they get to actually artificially control the entire economy. They get to keep people poor. They get to control everyone's usage of anything such as even just eating meat, consuming carbon, and they get to profit off of something that we enjoyed for our entire lives. I think without essentially uh, back digital currency, where essentially they go to people who are poor and they go, hey, here's free money, or here's negative interest rates, um, which would basically just force you to spend money. But just to keep things simple, with essentially back digital currency, it's very easy for them to go, hey, we saw how many burgers you bought this week because we track everything that you buy. So unless you're gonna purchase more carbon credits from us, you're not allowed to consume any more meat. You're not allowed to drive your car anymore. And you can't just buy trees for the environment. Well, that's a scam. Uh, that's the scam that I've been trying to preach and get people to invest in is my uh, highly carbon reducing trees where we're gonna buy Amazon, uh, you know, proper, I mean like basically places that have burned down and we're gonna just put up new trees there and then sell people carbon credits. But you know. So Ukraine. What? <laughs> Ukraine, we're yeah. gonna sell trees in Ukraine. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next news story was uh, We've seen more than one footage of this group of people, the supposed Patriot Front, these khaki-wearing pants uh, individuals. And so there was this new video, I don't know, did you see it out in New York City with the uh, leader who was actually, uh, didn't have a mask on and was talking to camera about no, the agenda of no. the Patriot Front? He came out maskless? He came out maskless, he's got a beard, and his beard was so nice, I was like, fuck, I think maybe I Is he in the crowd right now? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's not. It's not that guy. But you've seen footage I'm a of the Patriot back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen you've seen the Patriot front in action yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did, did anybody guys see this video? No, yeah. you did. No. It was an interesting one because he was kind of talking of uh, like an America first agenda, but throwing in enough racism that it seemed to me like it's that, it's just trying to bridge that gap of Donald Trump America first to being a racist policy. So like you take a lot of like the Donald Trump language and agenda and you mix it in with people who the feds have hired to actually be on camera and being actual full-fledged racist that you can pretend like Donald Trump America first leads to racism. It's gonna be amazing. Like, remember all those like celebrity writers like Kumail New not Kumail New Johnny. He was a guy from uh, Kumar and uh, what's his face? Oh, who ended up being gay. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going there, but yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but but a guy from like Kumar is like an, an Obama speechwriter. Right. It's gonna be amazing in like five yeah, years. Cal Pence. 
Calpen, thank you, Calpen. It's interesting five years where it turns out that Calpen, who wrote speeches for Obama, was also writing like speeches for the Patriot Front, pretend, pretend, uh, you know, MAGA shit. Right. He's like, well, we, we brought Calpen in to, to convince people that Donald Trump's racist. He really thread the needle between like pro MAGA shit and racist shit. Like, we're gonna find out all these people were just dynamite speechwriters for the uh, Patriot Front. For the Patriot Front. Well, some branch of the FBI is uh, good at training people at opening doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how to write fake uh, racist speeches. Okay, two more topics, then I gotta get hammered and get onto a plane. <laughs> uh, Again, let's, let's, let's book those Patriot Flyer models, guys. Whoever wants to book Robbie, we're gonna buy you a ticket. All right. Men or women. Um, I'm curious to know who won the Bills game. I don't know about you, but I now hate Kansas City only because of Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Taylor Swift so hard. Do you see that video of her guiding some, like, I don't know, grooving back what, and forth? What was that? Shit? I mean, you know, I was, I was hoping... That was the that, devil's dance. That's what that was. I was hoping she had some, like, brain worm that got in there. Like, right. you know, in Star Trek, they had, like, a, like a worm that crawled in people's ears and destroyed their brains. <laughs> I was hoping that got into Taylor Swift's head. Right. I want her to die. <laughs> more than almost anybody in, like, more than, like, Netanyahu, like, more than, like, a lot of people. Like, I'd rather have Taylor Swift on than more than almost anybody. KC1. Kansas City won? Yeah. <laughs> what did ta- how many points did Taylor Swift score? What Travis Kelsey also. Look, I'm not going to lie. Would it be the greatest moment in NFL history if they cut to Taylor Swift? after a Kansas City touchdown, and you just saw a bullet go right through their head. <laughs> just right through her fucking head. Can we just say, God, that'd be a great moment. For, for having a decent pair of legs, she has to be a bad leg. I mean, she, but the, she, she must be a shitty leg. But, because I think if you're good at fucking, you're not going to write so many songs about how men leave you. Or, like, yeah, right? Like, like, or if the songs you were going to write, they would be like, more like, you know, like Cardi be like, he's going to miss this pussy. You know, like, she doesn't, she's not really like, he's going to miss this pussy songs. She's writing songs like, well, you know, he didn't clean the dishes. <laughs> sucks. Gosh, it sucks. All right, let's do uh, two more topics. Uh, next one is DeSantis dropped out of the race. Oh, he did? Yeah, he yeah, dropped, he dropped out. He and, endorsed, and endorsed Trump. Endorsed Trump. Endorsed no Trump. So, Man. Uh, I'll hand it to you. What do you make of the Trump endorsement? I mean, I talk about being a fucking little bitch boy. <laughs> what a bitch. If I'm DeSantis, look, I mean, Trump shat on him the entire time. Like, I get you want to be a good team. He's, he's playing for the future, obviously, right? Like, he's he's trying to feather his nest. He's hoping right. Trump's going to going to say, like, oh, DeSantis is a good man, which probably Trump will do, but what a fucking bitch. I would have gone out blazes of glory. I would have been like, I'm out of this race, but Donald Trump's a fucking, you know, super turd bitch. (laughs) Florida was number one, you know, like, just, yeah, I hope Donald Trump and Melania have sex in an airplane and get raped by Robbie Bernstein on the way back to New York City tonight. Consensual airplane sex. Yeah. In the handicapped Stephen Hawking bathroom I was telling you about. What a fucking twat. I 
was surprised though that uh, he didn't endorse uh, Nikki Haley because I would have thought that the deep state was hoping to consolidate the DeSantis Nikki Haley run. Yeah, to to have you think like well, what do you mean consolidate like like have her supersede Trump and then have DeSantis as well, the VP? If you combine DeSantis and Nikki Haley's polling numbers. You're bridging the gap. I, I think they were each at what was it, like twenty percent or so, and, and yeah. Trump said fifty percent. Yeah, but her votes go to him. His votes don't go to her. Anybody voting for anybody? Anybody going for DeSantis is going for Trump. That's the thing. Like that, they're not going. I don't think they're going for Haley. Okay. So I think that they, no matter what, Trump, he's it's done. The, right. the race is over. Who do you think actually even likes Nikki Haley? Donors. Like I have yet what? Donors. It's Donors. just donors. Donors. But she's polling twenty. That's not real. She's not. <laughs> she's not really. You see, I was thinking her appeal is it must be like the really old conservatives who look at her and she's like maybe she can make other brown people white too. <laughs> yeah, she's impressively white well, I mean, for a dad who looks like he probably sold carpets. That, that, well, that is true. But no, I think it's just like, look, there's a certain portion of the population that is like John McCain, bomb, 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 ran. Like, she is that. They, right. Like, let's fucking go. You mean there's bomb. actually Republicans who just love Ward? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. There's, uh, there, dude, I am convinced there is a portion of, the, of especially Republicans, that are just like, fuck it, bomb them all, we're America, right. whip that dick out, right. let's come bombs on everybody. Right. I think that's legitimately 20% of the population, and you're seeing with Nikki Haley. Okay, so I'm curious to know, the war machine that clearly wants Nikki Haley in, and they're spending, you know, a fuck ton of money, but don't they even look at this and go, there's no chance and this is a bad investment? Or is it just, is it like, they need people in power that will play ball where they'll just spend basically an endless amount of money to support their agenda, to just channel that's to everyone, hey. What if they succeed with the lawsuits or with an assassination or something, like having her right. person in is good for them? The right. lawsuits, well, I, there's, like, there's no chance the lawsuits so I got, I got, I, I got a crazy theory on that which is I think that the Republicans have some, a bench of some interesting candidates. Number one on, on that list, if I were to float a name, would be jo Josh Hawley. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. I probably don't agree with him on most like, topics. But oh, he's fucking a psychopath on like cyber bullshit, though. I'm not saying he's not a psychopath, but I'm just saying there's some Republican people that I think could actually sell themselves well on a presidential run, and they, they stayed out of it because they realized Donald Trump's too popular. There's no point in even trying to be in this race. I think uh, Vivek, everyone's so mad at me. Fucking like cake. All right, fine. I'll pronounce the fucking Indian's name right. I like cake. I can get that right. Vivek. I get it. Anyways, I think he was smart because he was like, hey, if I can get on this ticket, then I'll be front runner on the next time around. And I think that was the card he played. I think some of the Republican bench stayed out of it, like, even your Ted Cruz's, your Rand Paul's, everyone that ran the last time, that like, I, I, even though I don't think either of those guys can uh, get the polling numbers for it, I just think there's a lot of the uh, Republicans that stayed out of it because they realized this one's Donald Trump's. If they were to remove Donald Trump, even with a shorter primary, I feel like just someone could come out of there from nowhere and take it from Nikki Haley. I mean, she does not come off well, she's not likable. 
Yes. Is it too late for Gavin Newsom to run? Because I feel like he was supposed there's to be one of the There's no way. Yeah, no, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it, but I heard right. that he was supposed to be one of the, like. He did seem like he was auditioning for He was auditioning. I, I actually so think. Who's going to be next? I think DeSantis, I, I mean, look, I don't know if you guys saw the DeSantis Newsom debate. DeSantis actually beat the living shit out of him. They just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and it, DeSantis destroyed him. It was embarrassing. So I think that kind of put it to bed. All right, let's do one last topic, which is uh, supposedly this is the end of Sports Illustrated. Did you see that one? I saw. Yeah, they laid off their whole staff, they, which they, were half uh, half AI writers anyway. Oh, is that true? So yeah, that was just like a getting cancel on a yeah. computer. Well. It seems like we're coming to the end of some of the woke run, and that they tried to shove it down our throats, and they had quite a run, and it, but it, se it feels like we're coming to the end of some of that. Like, I even think uh, the Victoria's Secret models, from what I hear, are going back to being oh. thin and hot. No, no, you're right, no, Victoria's Secret, no, Victoria's Secret, they lost like a billion dollars last year. They said, we are going back to hot bitches. That was the, I think that was the official CEO statement. Hot bitches, period. That was it. It wasn't even a press release. My problem bitches. for a while was they were going with these heavier ones because of like unrealistic beauty standards, but some of the heavy ones were hot, and I was like, this is way less realistic. Well, <laughs> like at least when there's thin bitches, it was inspiring. We we're like, maybe I could just lose weight, but with the heavy ones, you're like, maybe if I put on a hundred pounds. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, it's like. It's true. Like, how many hot chicks are like, well, that hot chick's really fat. <laughs> you know, like, you don't say that that often. Right. But, but yeah, no, I think, like, yeah, they're going back, like, the thing is, look, you can be body, body positive. Fine. Right? That's great. But if you're still in lingerie, you want chicks to be aspirational, losing weight, getting, feeling sexy, looking sexy. And the fact that the fact they lost a billion dollars tells you that Bigger women are not buying uh, lingerie just because other bigger women are wearing it. I have no joke there. I'm just, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying a fact. I, it, it seems obvious to say it, but Jesus Christ. It seems obvious to us. Why was it so obvious to them that they had to lose a billion dollars before they decided to change tactics? Better than Bud Light. <laughs> well, Sports Illustrated did put a man on their cover. Oh, Come back full circle. So they put a man on the cover of their, their swimsuit issue. Now, granted, that wasn't the only one. There were many editions you could also choose to not buy. <laughs> but yeah, now they're like completely fucked. I think the woke shit is completely reversing. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like one of those things like, not just Bud Light, but Bud Light, Sports Illustrated, Victoria's Secret. There's only so much money now. Still feels there's only so much money you can lose. No matter how much you're backed by BlackRock or whatever it is, there comes a point where you're like, we can't pay people. Where there's no amount of like virtue signaling bullshit you're gonna do, you have to simply be like, we have to go back to the market forces. Do you think it might correct to the extent where like major corporations realize they need to stop listening to women? Mm. <laughs> I think major corporations realized they had to stop listening to women. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yes, Star Wars for sure. But when they uh, they started making tampons with wings, and the women were like, this is too much pad, and we're like, stop bleeding everywhere. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means, but we can call it an episode on that one. <laughs> I'm delusional for being sick for seven weeks. <laughs> there you go. Everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us.